Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh my God, you came. Welcome to part two. Isn't it nice here? There's a fire roaring and it's controlled and safe. And there's there are cocktails being poured, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, whatever your preference is. And there's freshly baked cookies. And um, there's a puppy here or a cat, but I'm not allergic to it. And um, there are blankets, but you don't need it because it's not like freezing, freezing. It's just like comfortable cold. And uh, I don't know what else. What, what is what's some other like nice stuff? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Why can't I think of anything else nice? I like string lights. String lights always set a nice mood. Um, there are nice people here. There are other nice people, but they're not talking to you unless you want to talk to them. Um, and then there's no onus of conversation on you to, like, keep the conversation going. You can just, like, participate, but, like, walk away if you want to. This is – I'm describing heaven. I think that I'm describing, like, a, a perfect utopia. And a lot of perfect utopia, it turns out, is that there's no conversational pressure, it turns out, for me. I guess I guess also it turns out that in my life I could have my own podcast where I just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and this is what it would be like so I'm going to stop before um someone comes in and arrests me for doing this so uh this is part two of love actually and if you are just standing in the middle of a room listening to this and you're completely lost and you don't know how you got here and you're like part two what I didn't listen to part one well, pause it and go back. You're safe. It's okay. Just go back and listen to part one and then come back. And this will be waiting for you. Um, part two is great. It's the rest of the movie. That's what that what it's about. So, um, okay. See you in a second. <laughs> I can't believe your daughter is out drinking in downtown Frederick like we did. I know. It's so weird. Well, that's the cappy cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. Like she's going to go to NOLA? What? Oh, no, no, no. NOLA's not. Well, she she likes to go to NOLA for. That's her breakfast spot. Okay. Um, they like shuck and shack. That's where oh, they go. Oh, that tracks. Mm-hmm. That tracks. We went out together a few weeks ago. And she was like, was I can't go to. Day. Right. Yeah. She was like, uh, I can't go to Shuck and Shack with you. And I was like, uh, I don't go to Shuck and Shack. <laughs> I so forgot no Shuck and Shack exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been there. Did we go there? I don't, I don't remember. No. I've been there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been there before, but I don't remember. Like, I. It just is shitty. It's not like. It's not, just gross. It's, yeah. It's, it's not. Just... Doesn't. Nothing there tastes good. <laughs> well, and she was like, yeah. So we did like tasting room. And Firestones and Hooch. And, yeah, we went to, like, yeah. classy places. We had cocktails. We had, And they're not know. mom bars. Like, they're just no. not pieces of shit bars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ugh. I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I am had- basically in a muumuu drinking, by the way. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that for you. I didn't mean you. I know you didn't. That's why it was funny. Oh, well, so what, funny. what movies would you say that you've seen the most that you remember seeing for the first time? 
either of you. What do you mean? Like, because I was just saying Moulin Rouge and The Notebook. I've obviously seen Pirates of the Caribbean a million times. And most of the ones like The oh, Notebook, oh, oh, Lord oh, of the I Rings. Got, I got what you're saying. Most, Lord of the Rings, The no, uh sorry, Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean, Love Actually. I watched all of those in Emily's living room on the floor eating uh, popcorn covered in melted cheese and butter and eating chips and queso and sour candy. And that was always the same environment. So I remember all those vividly, but what about you guys? <laughs> I remember seeing Mary Poppins in the theater. My mother took me and it, we had long had the album in the basement. It was already torn. I mean, God, when did that movie <laughs> come out? Like the year I was maybe be, before I was born. Um, and I had listened, you know, we didn't have any 1964. entertainment. Okay. Yeah. So before I, a couple of years before I was born, um, we had, um, I, we didn't have much entertainment, so I'd listened to those songs a million times, and it was very weird to see them all in context. But I also mm. remember <laughs> driving home and looking at my mother and thinking, she looks like Poppins her. was my mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it is ironic because everybody always said my mother looked like Julie Andrews. She's so Julie Andrews-ish. Oh, that's much, much more like the um, Maria Von Trapp, Julie mm-hmm, Andrews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, that is, I'd say that's the big one. That's mm-hmm. the one I remember seeing. For the first time. I, I know I just said it, but oddly, Elf. And I think it's just because at the time when Elf came out, um, my Nana was in the hospital dying. And she is the woman who largely raised me. Mm-hmm. And so it was, you know, a not great time in my life. Very sad time. And my uncle, my uh, mom, is one of eight. And mm. the youngest child is only 10 years older than I am. So we grew up more like as siblings Mm -hmm. and he was living in California at the time and came home to Florida while um you know my nana his mom was in the hospital and it's you know the holiday time it's very sad whatever and he said you know we we need to get out of here and we went to the movies and we saw Elf and Mm. I laughed so hard for the first time in what felt like weeks and I think like it's just tied so tightly you know into you know, mm-hmm. what ended up and and that my kids, you know, it's such a there's never been a time of their life where it hasn't been a part of their Christmas tradition. And, you yeah. know, we went last night in the theater and I sat between my two girls and I was convinced we were going to get thrown out because we just <laughs> were those obnoxious people reciting the movie and <laughs> singing. We were in a store and we're singing. Um, but so, yeah, Elf, Elf is a big one for me. Aww. I love that. Yeah. I want to watch Elf. I haven't watched Elf. Yeah, I know. Year. I was just thinking I should watch Elf. Tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. about it. You just sold it really well. <laughs> um. Okay. So... Then we pretty much get to my rage about how it doesn't make any sense to me that Kira Knightley's 38, okay? Because the thing is, is that when I, <laughs> well, because we, because of all those movies that I watched all those many times, Kira Knightley was in them. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean and all that. I was 13. She was 17 when she 18. was in Love, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, 18. she was, well, that she actually, 18, mathematically, that does year. add up perfectly, Paige. Well, because she was, what? That mathematically, that adds up perfectly. No, you're, but I just don't you're believe. You're Yes, I know. She's four years older than me, according to this, according to the internet. She's four years older than me. Uh-huh. But so in, in 2000, it just doesn't make any sense you that think she the was internet in math, is conspiring. Yeah. Yes, I don't. I think that it doesn't make any sense, and I think that the internet's a lie okay. because I think it doesn't make any sense that she was only 17 in this in this movie or in 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. How can that be true? Well, because everything you just said proves <laughs> that it's true. Yeah. I don't think so. I like, don't believe it. Paige, I can't. We can't spend too much time sitting here telling you that your math is wrong. I, it's not my math, math is, wrong. is wrong. It's the not math my math. It's not my math. I just think that it's she's that not. suspension. Like, how could somebody that's so close in age to you have had such a crazy different? Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's. It's partly yes that how is she so successful and different and living and living a different life only four years older than me because she seemed like such a grown up and such a different mm-hmm. on a different planet than me yes and that's part of it but also she didn't seem to be like he looked like the the little boy was only five years younger than her in this mm-hmm. movie he was your age in fact yes 
And but that's he, such a huge gap in life. Like I so know, many especially changes. Especially between boys and girls. But yeah. he looked like he was going to put a tooth under his pillow for the tooth fairy. And she looked like she was about to have a be accused of having a geriatric pregnancy. I mean, it just like they... <laughs> They just look... Ooh, sidebar. <laughs> I um, had a geriatric pregnancy before the age of 30. That's, it, that's, that's a, what I'm that's saying. That's a riddle. How? Because you were having a little old man? Because. <laughs> no, because... I had I a little a, old man. <laughs> I was a surrogate and I was caring for somebody oh. much older. So because it was her egg, it was considered a geriatric pregnancy, oh which God. was very okay, fun. That is so very fun to explain when I would go to the oh. office and they'd be like, uh, oh my God. "The math isn't mathing." You're That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I know this. We're going to have an opportunity for this to come up again too. So yeah, That's but insane. Uh, but Paige, meanwhile, you can just you could you two could have an underbite. What? <laughs> an underbite. That's what was driving me crazy in this movie. Oh, her underbite. underbite, which I I only ever have noticed in this movie. Yeah, it's the 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 people who do videos the, pretending to be Karen Knightley are so correct. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm not gonna get over the whole age thing because it just doesn't make sense to me. Because at no point in my life did I ever understand that she was a teenager when she was having her career. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. It still doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I didn't know it either. I don't know she was why. She's playing an adult. Why yeah. was she? Why was she being cast as an adult? Like, why? Yeah. Why didn't they just cast an adult? Yeah, that I mean, was there's... poor casting for that yeah. role. Like yeah. I, it, all around, it really sense. was Mary. entirely because only the guy whose name I don't know, the cute guy. Actually, I think his real name is Andrew Lincoln. Um, yes, Rick from Walking Dead. Yes, he is the only one that I thought was attractive out of the three of them. <laughs> well, yeah. I did. I, her husband was an absolute dud. I don't know well, how. Her husband uh, just looked like he was fifteen years older than her. Like, yes. And, and then when she and said Andrew it was Lincoln is fifty, so he's twelve years older than her. Oh, mm-hmm. so th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I just no part of my brain as a child registered when I was watching Love Actually that this person was just fresh out of high school. Like, yeah. that's just mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. There's no. And like, if you put this in perspective with like right now, this is just like. This per- oh god, it's like she's younger than Zendaya. Like it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You guys aren't going with me on this. It's okay. <laughs> no, I don't. Nobody's as nobody's as bewildered. I know. I think. I think this might be something you're gonna need to cut. No, this, I don't think so. This I is Paige's Roman Empire right here. Yes. <laughs> well, it's insane to me. Okay. Um, and then when she has the whole I look quite pretty scene, and I think it was absolutely galling for her to say that while wearing that particular hat. <laughs> yeah. The nerve. It's like um, Billy Bob and the facial hair. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Um, and then the Dido song played, which was I was there for that. That's yeah, so funny. I, I didn't that. register any of the music in this except for Bill Nye, who is constantly now playing on a loop in my head. Oh, yeah. He's just in the background. It is. It's good. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then um, then there's the scene where he where Hugh Grant fires the chubby girl. Mm. And I did remember it as him at some point implying that she was chubby. But it's just that he says something about, you. do you know Natalie? And then this awful woman comes in and says, the chubby girl. And he says, he says, would we yeah. call her chubby? Mm-hmm. And then she says, and she says, I think that there's a pretty sizable ass there, sir. Yes. And then he goes, yeah, well, whatever. And then he wants to have her fired. He wants to have her moved. He doesn't want her oh, fired. Oh, to he redistribute her. her. Yes. Yeah, because he's having feelings and it's yeah. making Which him Which is appropriate. Yeah. 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 I so love- that's very different than having her fired. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. I love earlier in the movie when she brings in the cookies and, you know, he's kind of hinting like, oh, where do you live and who do you live mm-hmm. with? And she mentions, you know, she'd been living with her boyfriend, but, you know, he told her she was getting fat. And he mm. says- you know, I could have him killed. And I yes. love that so yes. much because I did too. You know, he's basically, it's not creepy, but he's saying, like, that is not okay. And I would I'm the prime minister, I could you. have him yeah. killed. Yeah. 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 Which I thought was hot. Yeah. And also, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. So when, so the, when the woman You'll says that there, there's a pretty sizable ass there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so when she says that, yeah, there's a pretty sizable ass there, sir, which is a really insane thing to say. Mm-hmm. Also, 
I don't want to give her a compliment, but that woman is exactly the same size as that woman, and they both look great. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. I hate her forever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And again, maybe I, like maybe this was just meant to be a joke. Like you said, maybe the whole joke was just supposed to be that she's obviously not fat and mm-hmm. like that it's supposed to be a running joke. And I like, don't know, I mean, though, because this was also yeah. the era of Bridget I know. Jones. I and was just going to say that. I mean, that because, again, we're pulling back to, you know, Kira Knightley, that body type was yeah. the, mm-hmm. to you know, that's what everybody wanted mm-hmm. to be. And so if you had any kind of curves, if you... You know, again, yeah. there was nothing fat about them, but how they carried their bodies was yeah, just not considered okay. I know. Crazy. And I mean, and you, you see that all the time. I mean, you see like you see all these like I follow like a couple of like positive body influencers who pull up like old magazine covers that are just like, oh, my God, look at well, this pile of shit she looks so bad and it's just like she's really let herself go she's all the way at 116 pounds and it's like it is crazy so it is hard to contextualize this with like it probably being a joke it probably wasn't Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. i don't remember perceiving it as a joke either Mm -hmm. way i agree i'm just saying she was apparently so famous and beloved there that i don't it just feels intolerable for her fans that they would have said something like that but i mean you know maybe we'll find out we'll do a deep dive Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, a whole uh, bar instead of a sidebar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so Liam Neeson and his son are watching Titanic. So at okay. some point, Where I'm just is going. This kid's real dad. Because oh, yeah. I thought the mom yeah. died. Liam Neeson is the stepdad. It's I didn't so know that. Lovely. Oh, I mm-hmm. did know that. Yeah. But like, is his dad around at all? Is Liam all he has left? What is this tragic backstory of this now orphaned baby I know. child? I, I didn't think about the, that when I was watching this time, but you're totally right. Okay. I'm glad that, like, I, I did I miss it? I don't think so. I don't think they ever explain it. Mm-hmm. And it's totally unnecessary. I don't know why they didn't just make it his child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it, it, I mean, it's more like if it was, if this was just their movie, then it would be, it would make sense kind of about, mm-hmm. of a, about a boy style to just be like, oh, this is a movie about a stepfather, mm-hmm. about a boy. Um, d- this is a movie about a stepfather being left with a child he doesn't really know. And he, now this is his sole responsibility. That, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But in a That's movie about 19 other people. All, no. They're so no, close. They know each other so well. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> completely like, comfortable with each other. Yeah. Utter I trust. mean, he talks about having. Sex with Claudia Schiffer in every room, including his. Including and just, his? <laughs> and I, I have a child that's very close in age to this character. And I, we would both be horrified if I had that conversation with her. So. <laughs> yeah, Beth Sidebar. Very close. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Claudia Schiffer got $200,000 for that cameo. <gasps> Go on. Love that. Oh, wow. And that was that, a long time ago. Yeah, that's a lot of money then, I feel like. Yeah. for Well, you, know. yeah. you say it's a lot of money then. And I think often we're saying like, you look at an amount of money and then you proportionally inflate it to how much that would be now. But also people used to get huge amounts of money and huge gifts for things that you just wouldn't get now. Mm-hmm. So like Richie talk, talks all the time about like what you would get in Hollywood. So like people used to just give houses away in Hollywood. People would give <laughs> boats and cars and things like Why? that to like trailer editors because like they're, they're, the people were just giving things away like and just like you would get crazy bonuses and you would get crazy amounts of, like salaries were insane for a while. So in, you're like, saying this would be a, like a bonus and they could give it away as and essentially get a tax write off. Is that why they would well, do it? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying like I, I don't think it's necessarily like they gave her $200,000. Therefore, it would be proportionately inflated mm. to being whatever. I'm not that talking would be about today. proportionately. No, no. That's a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm But I'm saying that's a lot of money if it's $200,000 today or if it's inflated to whatever it would be today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's, I'm saying also like that was kind of par for the course then. They yes. Were just, yeah. Oh, I see. But I see. I see. Exactly. And, and also like they just also, from what I hear about old, old Hollywood in a more recent way in the eighties and nineties, let's say that they're making, uh, uh, what's the, the, what's the bunny boiler movie? <laughs> Fatal attraction. fatal attraction. Let's say that they're making fatal attraction and the guy who makes the who they, they're trying to get the guy to make the trailer for that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're going to send him a new Lamborghini. Wow. Mm. Like there are things like that going on all the time. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm in the wrong business. No, you're in the wrong time. <laughs> no, that <laughs> was in that time. You're in well, the this- wrong time now. <laughs> well, that's true. 
But um, so that's crazy. But so they're watching Titanic. And mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. one t- one day, I'm going to do a crazy mashup and I'm just going to stop watching Love Actually. I'm going to watch Titanic to completion and then I'm going to go back to watching Love Actually because <laughs> Titanic is another movie I've watched 6,000 times. Mm-hmm. That's another um, one I can so clearly remember seeing many, 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 many times in the theaters because mm-hmm. that came out when I was I did too. either a junior or senior in high school. And that was, you know, all we did anyway was go to the movies. But then that movie just had like a chokehold on us. We just, <laughs> you know, had to go over yeah. and over and over again. There was something so simple and romantic about it, but mm-hmm. it always ended the same way, I noticed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I begged to see that movie because I was quite young. Mm-hmm. I was seven. It came out in, yeah, 1997, so I was seven years old, and I <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, seven years old. <laughs> and my best friend had seen it a million times already. Her family loved this movie. They had, I remember that they had like a woven blanket of Titanic, and they had it like up in the la- in the landing of their stairwell. What so friend I, are you talking about? Really? Mm-hmm. They were obsessed with this movie. I had and no idea. So that I really such wanted a weird to... flex. Like no, <laughs> they well, loved it. I... So I really wanted to see it, and I begged and begged and begged, and you finally took me to go see it. And then, of course, I loved it. But um, yeah, I was just I was darkly obsessed with it. And then I remember watching it, and you know, of course, it was the two two VHS box mm-hmm. set. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, just <laughs> now I've seen it. Just so many times. Yeah. Yeah. It was really satisfying in the very beginning of quarantine to watch it with Jack for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so crazy to watch a movie like that with somebody when they, you know, you have an idea of what a movie is going to be when like everybody says it's great or like it's a movie everyone's seen and then you like you have a concept of what it is and then you actually see it and you're like, oh, it's actually great. It really is <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um and then there's some kind of office party. And that's mm-hmm. when I questioned for the first time, why even is the secretary from Succubus Temps Incorporated even wearing devil <laughs> horns? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I have forgotten because to wonder that. she is the devil. She knows it. She knows. It's not she a knows. costume party. She's just an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess at Christmas she was being contrary or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, well, it worked, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, she's she's the worst. (laughs) She is the worst. And the only thing of any sense that this moth of darkness says at at any point in this movie is when she's on the phone with him and she says, I don't want something I need. I want something I want, something pretty, which is what a gift should be. Mm -hmm. I do not want something I need at all as a Uh gift. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Um, well, unless, spoiler I will, alert! I will take both, but I will, but I don't want only the thing I need. Paige, let's be real: the things that you need are also things that are pretty and that you want because True. you curate a beautiful life around you. That's fair. It's oh, not like I, God. I, what I need is it's what I want. Like, what I want is what. <laughs> it's not like you're getting tires. That's what I'm that's saying, a, though. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I can't yeah, afford yeah. to give you tires. <laughs> <laughs> God, I had to get them last year. Ah. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's I was. Just, I, my my example was about to be. I don't want a mouse pad, but I don't know what year I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in 2003, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay, well, I'll return that then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we are at the scene, which is why. Which is what prompted me to bring Sarah on this podcast, because when we were on the last podcast talking about my Norwegian holiday, Mm -hmm. we got caught up talking about this very scene with Dame Professor Trelawney when she thinks she thinks early on in the movie that Professor Snape is buying her jewelry at... (laughs) Because Mr. Bean, this is also one of my... Sidebar, Rowan Atkins was supposed to be... Rowan Atkinson. Well, my last name was Atkins, so. So you're married. So my middle changing. name was Atkins. We're changing it. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson, correct. Uh, Rowan Atkinson was supposed to be a supernatural character. Well. He was okay. filmed as a, it's just a sidebar. I didn't say it informs anything. I'm just saying he was a supernatural character. There was a scene of him at the airport helping yes. the boy 
And that was all, you know, that's yeah. why he kept showing up. That's why he was delaying, being okay. so slow, wrapping the necklace. All right. Anyway, carry on. Were, like, were scenes cut that he was supposed to be more mm-hmm. magical in? Or mm-hmm. we- oh, I see. Okay. Okay. My nickname in high school was Bean because of my absolute love and obsession with uh, that show and Rowan. Well, back then, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean was genuinely hilarious. Oh, so good. It's so good. It's so good. Do so you good. know the comedian James A. Castor? I don't. Okay, well, send I'll, it ju- to her. I'll just send you the <laughs> – yeah. it's, okay. it's, I'll send it to you, but uh, it's very funny. So this scene, she thinks that um, she is going to receive this. She, she basically catches Professor Snape. Um, buying her a locket and she first she finds the locket finds in his jacket in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so she's like oh my gosh I, for you know he's bought me scarves all these years and it's a yeah. kind of boring things mom she gifts. needed not things yes, that she ex- wanted exactly mm-hmm. not pretty mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god this is so beautiful i'm gonna get this and so then when she gets to her square shaped gift when they're opening presents on christmas um she's expecting it to be that and then she opens it and it's a Joni mitchell album and i just felt her disappointment from my neck to my toes. I just feel it so hard. And then she just excuses herself and she goes Mm. into the bedroom and she's listening to the album. And that scene, it just, it makes my blood just run to a complete standstill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's just, I mean, oh my God. Like, I guess... I mean, she just deserves an Oscar for that. Oh, so sad. There's she so actually many- had to film that. She had to cry 12 times that day. Mm. And she said that she was so affected by the writing in it that it was no problem. Mm-hmm. Really? It, it, it's yeah. so sad on so many levels because it's, it speaks. I, I mean, obviously, there's a massive betrayal and she's yep. realizing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But also to, to realize that he can see someone else that way, but not you. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're just forgotten. And and I think, too, you know, there's this whole thing with, you know, often you'll hear or I've been seeing lately, you know, moms are often forgotten on Christmas. Mm-hmm. They do all of the things. They make all I the got a robe. happen. You know, I got a robe. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, even early in the movie when she's wrapping gifts for the neighbors down the street, she's the one putting in the time and the effort to make sure everybody is seen, everybody is accounted mm-hmm. for. Actually, and- you mentioned that scene. Do you remember though? She said to him, well, for one thing, she's wrapping the Barbies and they are <laughs> hilarious. Um, they're they're, they're mm-hmm. Ken dolls dressed up in... Um, what she says, in, the transvestite Barbie or, yeah, or the, the uh, hooker Barbie. Dominatrix one. <laughs> Dominatrix <laughs> yeah. Barbie, yeah. But, um, but she says to him at that point, Joni Mitchell is the is what brought your cold English wife, you know, warmed her heart mm-hmm. or something. So she actually makes that connection, which makes it more ironic and even sadder in a way. Mm-hmm. Because oh, then okay. that's all he gives her. Is yeah, like because here, he's go just ahead and learned that. Or yeah, go ahead and warm your heart. But meanwhile, the, you know, 270-pound neck pound sterling necklace mm-hmm. also, <laughs> is going to somebody else she loves jo- she already has that cd you i know, know I think, yeah yeah like i just it, it's so that's a good point gut-wrenching mm-hmm. it's so you're invisible you're not seen and she she pulls that back you know and, and the last scene um when she says to him mm. like you know what would you do if mm-hmm. you found this out would you mm-hmm. live with it would you, you know, would, and would you wait to see if it was just a necklace? Would you wait to see if it was a necklace and sex? Would you wait to see if it was a necklace, sex and love? Yeah. Yeah. And and him being like, oh, you know, and and we never know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Was it just a necklace? Was it a necklace and sex? Mm-hmm. It I don't was, think it was a it necklace was, and love. But actually, it yeah. was that was answered. It was not answered in the movie. But it was answered, I believe, by Richard Curtis. It was answered by the writer who mm. said Yes, it was a full-on affair. Oh, wow. God. And just, mm. just, just he being the, the one who would know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was never yeah, on yeah. page, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that I think that this, <clears throat> again, I did see this young and I saw it like, I think that this probably informed a lot of my fears as a, as a person, as a girl who grew into a woman mm-hmm. because I – when I was dating and whatever and deciding who I wanted to be with, I was pretty much afraid of exactly what happened to her. I, when I was like, when I was choosing who not to be with all along the way, 
I was afraid of exactly that moment. Like I'd never wanted to be with somebody who was going to make me feel like that. I never mm-hmm. wanted to be. And I just like, and I was making choices. I have always been making choices to avoid this moment mm-hmm. because I am terrified of that moment. Like that's a huge fear of mine where I'm just like, I just, ugh, like I just, it makes me feel sick. The idea of that. I just, I don't think any scene in modern cinema makes me feel more than that scene because that is a personal mm-hmm sort of suburban, very grounded in reality, human moment, horror, horror movie for me moment, you know? And it was exactly what was happening with your father at the time. Oh, oh well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I mean, the cheating is obviously so terrible and such an mm-hmm. awful, but it's the not being seen. Mm-hmm. It's the, that is, you know, as That's somebody really who point. has lived a whole life and, you know, had a, a long marriage and and a divorce. And looking back, same thing. I, my ex-husband never cheated on me. There was never another person, but he never saw me. He mm-hmm. never knew me. He never heard me. He mm-hmm. never listened to me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you feel all of those things that she feels in that moment when mm-hmm. she realizes like she's not chosen. And she's not going to be seen as a way. woman. Correct. And it's that's really beautifully so put. Mm-hmm. And yet I find just what you're saying that feels a little nourishing too, mm-hmm. because that is the important thing. Yeah. That's what people have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. You don't need to wait to be, you know, you don't need to wait for something that you can put on paper or prove with a camera. Mm-hmm. 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 It's interesting. Yeah. And they have no pillows on there. Bed, yeah, which is, is insane every time. Well, they d- think they do. I think that they're just so flat shitty in English that they're just <laughs> they're just barely, barely there. They're just yeah. tucked under the comforter and you can hardly see them. Oh, my God. So then Kira Knightley gives uh, Rick from The Walking Dead uh, a kiss to obsess over for the next decade, which is kind of yes. yikesy. Well, you're skipping the whole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this you're <laughs> skipping probably the most iconic scene from. Oh, the sorry, movie. from the Come whole on. movie. Which part? Which part? <laughs> Hold on, it's this part. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. To me. Oh, come right. on, well, Paige. Tell them it's sorry. spoilers. She's, yeah, oh, yeah exactly. She, comes, she was only 13. She doesn't. The, the doorbell <laughs> rings. She goes, luckily, she goes down to get it. Her husband's oh, yeah. best friend, who she what thinks hates her. Do? What was he going to do? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. But his first, he just is holding cards that he in and, and playing Christmas carols on a boombox. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, um, the first one says, tell him it's carolers. Christmas carolers. And so she does. And her husband says, tell him to bugger off. And then, like, blast the TV. So it was just her <laughs> husband was a dick. Mm-hmm. But um, then he flips the the cards sidebar the actor wrote those cards oh cute and like his handwriting yeah exactly it's and, uh, famous and now basically mm-hmm. he's saying that they're you know 
I don't expect anything, but I just want you to know that I love you and I will love you until you are. And then he shows a picture of a mummy. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he walks away and then she runs after him and gives him a fairly chaste kiss. Yes. Which I, I I mean, mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Fairly chaste. It was, you could argue that you were just being friendly. Okay. so, So what's her take? She doesn't stay with the husband. They definitely get a divorce. Well, she definitely ends up falling in love with uh, Rick. That's a good question. Well, did you watch Red Nose Day? I no, not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't give well, it up. I did. I'm saving it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that gets answered. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. we'll have to we'll have to we'll watch have to that see. and record tomorrow or something. But um, uh-huh. okay. it does get answered. But cool. um, Red Nose Day was a charity, by the way, a charity follow up about a 10 minute film just to say where are they now. And it was it was for comic relief, I think, and um, and so yeah, it was it was filmed ten Just years for later. Or something. Yeah, mm. yeah. And we are doing that for Patreon. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I understood. I understood the kiss. I understood. Wh- yes, the same. I, I understood it's, where she it's was just at. A why gesture. she did it. I, yes, but I think that you don't do it if it, there isn't some kind of feeling there. Because come on, this could come off. She could have received this completely differently and been like, this is mm-hmm. gross. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, and she would have been telling her husband, like, I'm not comfortable with him around. He, may, mm-hmm. I, there's a feeling there. There is whether that's a, you know, uh, she feels sorry for him, whether, yeah, whether she even realizes what the feeling is or what it isn't. There's something there. There's some kind yeah. of, you know, y- y- yeah. you don't just, from telling its carolers, that. it's yeah. it's aligning the two of them in a way that a good mm-hmm. relationship. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, not not telling Richie anything. <laughs> like, right. There's no way I want to have a secret with anybody like right. that. I right. mean, like I don't know if you guys want to have a secret. That's fine. I'm down to have a secret with you guys. But like, <laughs> if somebody comes to if a man comes to my door and mm-hmm. is like, "You down to have a secret without Richie?" I'm gonna be like, "Sure," and then be like, "Dude, Richie, this guy yeah. was crazy." <laughs> Exactly. And obviously that hasn't happened because the scene where she finds out that he cares about her when she sees all of the video footage from the wedding, that's Uh come and gone. So she's Mm -hmm. been sitting on this information that he has this unrequited, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, thing Mm -hmm. for her. And she obviously hasn't said anything to her husband. She obviously hasn't made, you know, it's always been believed that he just didn't like her. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. she finds out the opposite and does nothing with it except mm-hmm. make out with him in the middle of the street mm-hmm. after he tells her that he'll love her until she's a mummy. Bitch, sidebar. What, <laughs> when is somebody going to knock on my door? I know. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I have Adam, but he's never said he's going to love me until I'm a mummy. Mm. Well, you were a mummy when he met you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, especially since he's 12 years younger than I am. So that's well played, Paige. I just, nothing but respect. As she tops off her glass. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Chin chin. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's, uh, yeah, I stand by it's yikesy. Um, and then he, so I don't know, my next note is just when uh, they have the, uh, Bill Nye, who's just, I mean, I think he's always been my favorite character in this movie. Mm-hmm. He is, also, I only recently learned that England actually does have a Christmas number one thing and that that's a whole real thing. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. Know that. Mm-hmm. Which is very cute. Competition mm-hmm. being only Christmas songs, Christmas related songs. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. yeah like, like there's a like a real Christmas song. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. That, yeah. Or maybe a new recording. That's that we or, should yeah. find out for our for our Patreon. We'll find out whether it has to be in a, a new original or whether it can just be a re-recording of Rudolph. Yeah, maybe somebody else will tell us also. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so Bill and I, ha- he, I love that his whole campaign this whole time has been just like he wants to beat out the <laughs> the young guys. Yes, and he's just like, oh well, it's just gonna be. It's always the young guy with some. <laughs> With some young girl, like who's just banging some young bird, bird bouncing bird on his balls. balls. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if it was an old ex heroin addict? (laughs) Oh wait, my favorite. I think my favorite line of his is when he's on the you know TRL, you know whatever. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. And he says, "Listen, kids, don't. Oh yes. Don't." 
don't don't buy, buy drugs. Don't buy drugs. Become a rock star and they give them to you for free. <laughs> all right, so all right, all right. <laughs> oh, it's so well played. I love it. Oh my it. God, it's hilarious. And it was fun to see the hosts of the show, or I, I'm gathering that's the, the early years, Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkel. They are real, standing there. Yeah, they're real. Um, that's like a real show and they're really hosts in real okay. life. Those guys. But, yeah, so, yeah. Well, well, then they did a good job because they didn't stand out like a sore thumb like often people who are not necessarily actors, yeah, actors do. Yeah. Well, but it's they, also I, always fun funny. to see them, para- you know, like, well, God, what's he going to say? I also love the juxtaposition of having an old dude make young guys uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, the uh-huh. whole time he's doing that, it's so great. And then... He the he wins the competition or like he gets number one he hits number one, and then he gets invited to all these great parties including Elton John's and then <laughs> he ends up leaving and then he shows up at his manager's house, and then my opinion is that this joke holds up and I could be on the wrong side of this but I think it's great I think it totally still is funny when he sh- shows up and then the manager says ten minutes at Elton John's and you're as gay as a maypole. <laughs> <laughs> I think it holds up. I think it's hilarious. I think, I think Elton John was fine with it. I think so, too. I do wonder, though, why didn't he just take his manager back with him to the party? You would think so. I mean, it, it would have been great if, there, if it was established that the manager has always hated parties like that. Or maybe if yeah, the manager's yeah, yeah, sober yeah. or something like that. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. And then Hugh Grant is like trying to chase down Natalie, who has at oh, this yeah. point mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. fired, right? No, no, no. She's or just she's working just in home. a different part. She's relocated. Well, I knew that yeah, she got she, redistributed, but I was thinking maybe she got fired by this point, but no. I no, she's not. just working in a different part. And and so it's Christmas Eve, I guess, like the culmination mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. nativity, you know, the show or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. And he's, you know, going door to door to find her. And I love this. I love, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> All of them. The little kids when he, you know, <laughs> sings the Christmas carol and his uh, security guy behind him has a duty. <laughs> Baritone <laughs> yeah. voice. Like, oh, yeah. Um, he runs into um, She-Devil. <laughs> yes, yes. And then he, he knocks on She-Devil's door. And this is oh my when God. we know for sure because we see her wearing the necklace. The haunted ambulance. So this yeah. is, yes. Um, <laughs> so this is when we know. And she says, oh, no, I'm not Natalie, but she's she's next door. And again, why Natalie is my favorite. They, they, he goes next door and she's coming down. Where's my fucking coat? I can't fucking, you know. She's yes. <laughs> so real, so honest. So and, real. Uh, you know. And her family is too, so she obviously comes by it naturally. You know, they're like, <laughs> I love that okay, they're on the way out the door. Minister, and then- <laughs> but also, we have to go. Like, Why the yeah. fuck is he? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh so yeah, good. and I, I love the way it all like culminates at the at the kids show, and I love their kiss on the stage when the thing comes up and everybody oh my God, being there. So good. Yeah, uh, but we're skipping what is for me the worst part of the movie. Oh, which part? The the girl singing. Oh yeah, uh, we're not that. No, I wasn't going to skip that. Yeah, well, I had we're comments. Gonna, we're going to go there. We have things to say. Yeah, but I mean, I think that they came up on the stage after that, right? Wasn't it the same show? Well, no. yeah, I was just going to mm-hmm. say okay. I have no problem admitting that. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I don't like her voice at all. <laughs> yeah, no, There's a lot of articles on how they had to uh, try and make her voice not as good because she was so good. But where is what? she now? Who is she? I don't know. She's. But who is she? We're 20 years later. Did she yeah. make it? Is she a recording artist? Is she? Well, she's not one I've heard of. <laughs> yeah, let's I let's don't. let's look up a where are they now before the Ooh, Patreon. That's a good. I, we could do like a. It was so. She didn't seem like a little girl. I wasn't. Then I wasn't. She was painfully American. Boy. It was well, just and also, everything Also, like it. she was very advanced. This kid looks like he might have been 13, but he looked seven. So yeah. I'm and he not was supposed to. He was it. playing. I think he was playing nine or eight. I'm not buying it, though. The two of them don't match up. So no. the whole idea that she, you know, crushes on the kid, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it should have just been. I mean, they had the Christmas lobster and the, you know, it was, it mm-hmm. should have been more of that. an amateur, you know, silly yeah. stage production. Yeah, because I think one thing we, we said in my Norwegian holiday actually was one thing. One thing we were so endeared by was how shitty that little girl was. Uh-huh. Yes, it was age appropriate. Yeah. Nobody. I really. Yeah, yeah. And if he was talking, what would have been really funny would have been if he was like, "Oh, she's just the best singer, and I just want to. I want to be really, really good at drumming because she's just amazing." And if we got to there and she's just, 
we three kings like she was terrible and it was yeah. just like it would have been hilarious if like she was just terrible like yeah. i don't know that would have been very funny and if it was just like because he's so love blind he can't see it yeah and yeah. that would have been more interesting i mean obviously that scene has become iconic and that song has become oh, iconic it, from it this dated movie. the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god what didn't date this movie was it the dido song was it the maroon five song was it i the, didn't i didn't was hear the, all of those this should have been this should was it have Karen been Knightley's a, terrible it, taper boy hat oh was, my oh god you know, sidebar you know what? why she wore that because she got a terrible involved. zit the night before. Mm. They weren't planning on having that hat, but she got a terrible zit on her forehead and they had to put the hat on. Wow. Oh, that's funny. Because she was 17. Because that's that better. happens when you're 17. Well, yeah. there you go. That's the biggest proof I've heard that she really is. There you go. The math is mathing. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. No. So I really, I just really hated that because that was the part that should have felt the most Christmassy. It was the culmination. It was the Christmas pageant. Mm-hmm. And it should have mm-hmm. been a bunch of dorks on stage because yeah. that's what, that's what school is. Yeah. It's a bunch of dummies. I was a twister box on stage for yeah. God's sake. I was not, I wasn't. I mean, you were a real good twister. Oh. I have never heard, I've never heard such vocal gymnastics. Though yeah. she did yeah, it terrible. way more than Mariah Carey. There's for the the fact that they're just like, what did they put yeah. her on thinking she was going to be so great? Like, yes. no, it was like nobody thought, oh, that was wonderful. But I real, say- real people were not like, oh, that was such a cute Christmas pageant. No, I will say though that prior to the terrible musical performance, one of my favorite interactions of characters is the first time we see it is when, um, Hugh Grant and Emma Thompson run into each other. Mm-hmm. And we, we know that they're brother and sister at this point. It's already kind of been called into play because mm-hmm. uh, she's made references prior to this. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time we see them on screen together. And oh, she's yeah. just had this massive betrayal. And and the way she clings to him and, yeah. and you can oh. just feel it. It's so real. And even for him, he like... You know, he's kind of like, oh, gosh, I'm rushed. I'm here at this. You know, this is not how I saw my he doesn't realize he's going to be there really. Right. And Mm -hmm. then and then he like leans. You see it like you actually see him physically like lean in and he are you okay? Like he's Mm -hmm. recognizing and picking up that. And she goes, oh, I'm I'm fine. I just, you know, I it's so good to see my older brother, you know, and uh, again, it's just that. I know I always tell you, I always invite you to these things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it really come. Right, which Sad is kind bar. of like. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hugh Grant and the little boy, the drummer, little drummer boy, <laughs> Sam. Cousins in real life. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, they were cousins. Okay. They didn't really have any scenes together, but apparently Hugh Grant used to ruffle his hair as he walked past him. Oh, very cute. Very cute. cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that oh, I was just gonna say something. Can I just say that I love that we completely ignored what I think is the worst storyline. Of this movie. There are some endearing parts to it, but really could have just been done without. Oh, and that porn. is our porn stars. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I've seen this movie one billion times, and I still manage to block this out. And then I'm surprised every time that I'm watching. Um, I'm watching a soft porn for part yeah. of the movie. It's yeah. so funny because it's Martin Freeman, too. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. waiting. Lord of the Rings. Isn't he in Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's young he's Bilbo. Like, yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about that storyline. Completely mm-hmm. made zero impression on me, which is funny because there's nudity in it. <laughs> it's kind. It was kind of funny. It was kind of. It's, funny I mean, it's done. actually pretty sweet. Like I the, like it better it's a funny, than the. I guess it's a funny Laurel punctuation. Anyone. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Just it's the way a, they're I, talking. They're having normal conversations mm-hmm. while they're having to go through these motions. Was funny. yeah, and the couple themselves, the characters are cute. I just mm-hmm. find it funny, and I was kind of waiting to see if this would happen. If we it, made it at, the whole way, <laughs> yes, and that at no That's point did we listen we pulled every other character out uh, every single one and they didn't make it and i i uh i was right. i respect us for it i, I think it's i think that really because i think that their purpose is honestly to serve as sort of visual punctuation to kind of keep you mm-hmm. awake and kind of to just kind of because they don't yeah they're a palate cleanser because they don't think that they're they're <laughs> i'm not going to i know in. they're I the know, ginger <laughs> oh God. but also like it is a love story, and I think mm-hmm. it and shows sweet. that whole. And it's a sweet love. It's story love, actually. These. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love actually is all around. Well, and there was a you. there was a lesbian storyline <laughs> that was taken out be- between two uh, older women, and there was also an African love story taken out of two people in Africa 
it during a famine, which I don't even understand where they would have put that. Yeah. Wow. That was very ambitious. Hmm. But yeah, I, don't, I feel like it, the whole thing about this is that they're all kind of interacting in the same town. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think that the the women would have been. It would be interesting to see a, an extended version with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's the 20th anniversary. You'd think they would have done it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on. They're holding out on us. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time we saw this kind of style in a movie where we had like... Like the New Year's uh, Eve. Yes. The- because this New Year's Eve came afterwards. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Um but I feel like yeah. this is the first time we kind of really saw this time. play through where there were several different, very well uh, thought out and put together stories, but they did all have a common thread that connected back. I think that Wasn't this was such Woody a Allen? success that they did mm. this. I mean, Seinfeld used to do that prior to this, obviously. Mm-hmm. But but as far as that movie, this, this got the ball rolling on New Year's Eve. Um, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, whatever else there yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, New York Stories in 1989, Woody Allen. I don't really want to reference him because of his. Right. I saw Karen. that with Daddy. Um, was that kind of like this though? No. Okay. I didn't see it either. But I thought that we, I think that he has something you were like there. this. <laughs> I was pregnant. <laughs> okay. It was Gross. before I knew I was pregnant. <laughs> um, Gross. She said. <laughs> I, I feel like I think Woody Allen had something that came out that was sort of similar, but I feel like this was definitely something that popularized it in a mainstream. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was certainly like it. the uh it was certainly imitated because of this. Um yeah. and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I and I love the I love the sort of like the vignettedness. It's it's been copied so many times and never done as well. I mean, yeah. obviously. And I love what I love about it is that it's like it's got everybody genuinely has a connection. In, in a way that isn't crazy and forced. Like, mm-hmm. yes, these people are siblings and yes, these people work here and whatever. And in a way that feels necessary where you're like, which is why we know them, mm-hmm. it, which is why this plot and this story knows them. It's well, not like... There's also no main character. Every single character is a main character. And yes, I love equal, that yeah. because that's what I think life is. Mm-hmm. We really are all main characters. And if you mm-hmm. take the time and listen to everybody's story... People are very interesting and that mm-hmm. this highlights mm-hmm. that so well that everybody has a story. Everybody has, you know, a background. It's not just like a filler role. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. Nameless best friends will now Nameless be called everyone's a main character. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm Dot living my com. life now. Hey, listen, if you believe yourself to be a main character, you too can have a celebrity arch nemesis. <laughs> um, so it's working very well for me. It's true. It's just true. Main character in my life in this point. My celebrity <laughs> arch ne- nemesis was Jackie Collins because we shared a publicist. Oh, that's true. And oh. she, I even have a book that she signed for him saying, Oh, go on then. Go to your shoe alcoholic. She Which always called me shoe alcoholic because hysterical. even though she knew the book was called Shoe Addicts Anonymous. Yeah. So, I yeah. It. I don't my, have any celebrity nemesis yet. Well, you probably well, do. you live in LA. I'm sure they're. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, you yeah. have a nameless, if truly celebrity <laughs> nemesis. I just don't know them yet. I mean, the last mm-hmm. thing I wanted to mention about the movies is that in the, uh, the movie is that Denise Richards is in it, which is crazy oh, yeah. because if anybody's watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's insane. But I don't want to end on the Denise Richards note, <laughs> so no, I that will. That was like the most awkward on-screen kiss, so we can't end there. <laughs> no, no. So the no, the no. other last things I will just say is just mm-hmm. I just love this movie, and I think it totally holds up. And I think that anybody who wants to cut it down is just a hater. And I think that it's like I truly think that it's I, I don't I think I've I've seen a lot of movies that oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> She's I've really seen a fired lot of. Up. I'm real fired up. I'm going out hot. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies that are like, you know, that I definitely like, like I just saw In Bruges for the first time. And that movie is, have you seen In Bruges, either of you? Mm -hmm. No. It's a tough watch. It's, I definitely, it's, it's, it actually is a Christmas movie. I didn't put it on my list of recommended movies because I think if you haven't seen it, it's a tough watch because it has a lot of off-color jokes. Mm. I watched it because I watched um, Banshees of Sheeran, which I loved. Uh, it's kind of a weird fable, you know, and it's it, and it's weird and it's not for everybody. But I wanted to watch In Bruges because of that and because people have told me to watch it forever. But it's like it's a weird movie that if you haven't seen it, watching it for the first time in 
this day and age is very tough. Mm. And I watch movies like that all the time. I, I kind of, I've always been fascinated by like the concept of like, does it hold up? Is it still mm-hmm. good? You know, and I, of course I can't see this for the first time today. Mm-hmm. What was interesting about watching The Holiday with your nemesis was that he had never seen The Holiday before and Wait, he loved it. What? I know, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> now the hate grows. But um, <laughs> this is going to be a two-way hatred. I know. I know. The animosity. He's um, delightful. Ooh, the Come on. <laughs> um, but, but the thing is that he loved the holiday, rightfully so. Right, of course. Um, and I can't know what this feels like to watch this movie for the first time. But I mean, it's like – but I feel like, you know, you get – some somebody on TikTok being like, oh, I just watched Love Actually for the fi- first time and actually like, what even? Ugh. And <laughs> it like just that guy that I just made up, like shut that guy up because yeah. he's stupid. Yeah. No. You know? <sighs> I, I love that when I told uh, my oldest daughter uh, that we were recording and she said, oh, what movie? And I said, Love Actually. And she goes, mom, your favorite you know, and my kids love it. You know, I, I don't know yeah. if I can, if my son would consider it a love, but love actually has been my <laughs> like uh, actually, yeah, like actually, <laughs> it has been my go to um, every Christmas Eve as after the kids go to bed and I would Aww. be wrapping all of the gifts. I would watch mm-hmm. Love Actually and mm-hmm. the Holiday. Those Aww. were my my wrapping nice. wrapping uh, companions for. Oh, I like that. So, what are you gonna what are you gonna watch this Christmas Eve? Since you've already watched this, you're gonna watch it again, oh. or you're gonna watch something else? Uh, I haven't done Family Stone yet. I've never um, seen that. What? Oh, it's not bad. No, I've what? never seen it. What? Mm-mm. What? What? Oh, I've been okay. told by more than one person on Instagram this year that I need to see it though. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not the. It's Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker, who I'm pretty sick of, but I don't love her in that. Yeah. But um, Claire Danes is wonderful in it. Um, Diane Keaton is wonderful. Diane in it. Keaton is very wonderful. Uh, who else? Uh, Craig T. Nelson. It's fantastic. Um, okay. What's Luke? Uh, Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my favorite of the Wilson brothers um, <laughs> is excellent in it. It's a great movie. Great, great, great movie. I love it. Um, it always makes me cry, which I like to do at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want like a good cry session on Christmas Eve as I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's uh, some some things I need to talk to my therapist about. But uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, Laura Linney. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Babe, my little darling. Babe, my little darling. Just hold on, babe. Um, Just hold on, babe. I'll be right there. No, I'm not busy with this beautiful half-naked man in my bed. Hold on. Let me I'm just get this nerd. man outside of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That might cure anybody from calling. Back, yeah. You know? um, but yeah. I, I, it, yeah. Anyway. So you might watch The Family Stone. Any, any, other, Family any Stone. other suggestions for anybody? Oh. Um... I mean, we covered it. You know, I, I love Elf. Mm-hmm. As cheesy as it is, it's a cheese fest. I, I love Love Actually, much like you. I, I think it it holds up. Um, mm-hmm. Are there parts that are could be called problematic? Sure. But you know what? I don't care. I just mm-hmm. don't care because I love it's not it. About, it's, it's not perfect. a movie about perfect relationships. Right. You know, that's the thing. To me, it is perfect. <laughs> well, I think well speaking, of, speaking of first times, though, I think that what we're going to do is we're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life for Richie's first time. Oh, that's very Isn't special. that crazy? Yeah. Mm. It is wow, crazy. Wow, that is really crazy, actually. I mean, we watched like the first half like last year or the year before. So he's seen some of it. And I think he's seen pieces over whatever. But like, I really wanted to watch it in a theater for the first time mm. with him, like to see it properly. But I don't mm-hmm. know. It's been so busy this year. So I don't know. But yeah. one of my first dates with Adam was seeing It's a Wonderful Life at the Weinberg. Oh, that's oh, right. We, I love that. Oh, my God. When went. Jack wouldn't stop making out with his girlfriend, that was – you didn't have to sit next to him, but I did. I don't – yeah, I don't remember that part. Gross. Um, you ruin it, Jack. My – I did – I just remembered my absolute all-time very most favorite Christmas movie. Oh. Of all time. I don't watch it on Christmas Eve. I watch it on Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, yes! my God. I Mommy saw that for just... the first time that year. this year. It Isn't is. Isn't that crazy? The best. It is my hands down favorite Christmas movie of all time, and that says a lot because I clearly have some some dear favorites. But uh, I can see yeah. I can see that being annual for me. I really oh, can. It's so good. We watch it. It's uh the kids know that's kind of my Christmas uh, day tradition. After we've watched all, opened all the presents, we turn yeah. that on. I quote it until I fall asleep. 
<laughs> very well earned Christmas nap. <laughs> I I saw it for the first time last year. Oh wow! And I watched it again on Sunday because last year and this year I in saw the it. Theater. I, oh. Last year and this year I saw it at Quentin Tarantino's uh, theater, the New Beverly in Hollywood. That or is not very cool. Hollywood in L.A. Mm. Which is so cool. I love L.A. Come visit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, Making some plans, ladies. Making some plans. I love I gotta, LA too. I gotta meet my uh, nemesis. Gotta. That's right. Come on yeah. down. <laughs> he's a, he's around. Oh, I he's love there. him. He's just so. I think he's great. I he's, really love him too. He's so he's such a strange guy. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming, Sarah. We oh, loved having you as always. Love being here as always. Yeah. Can't wait to have you on soon. I'm so glad you came on for this movie. Well, she'll join us for Patreon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, so we'll some people will get to hear Sarah as a yes. follow up. <laughs> That's right. And then we'll have you on soon for, for something in the new year. Because this is the this is one of the last movies of, of 2023. Going out with a bang. Going out with a bang. Bing bang. <laughs> All right. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Say hi to Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.